I'm your host, Liana, and you are listening to the Butterfly Effect Podcast, where each week, me and the occasional guest will have some authentic conversations about a variety of life topics, so we got a little bit of something for everybody here. Thank you so much for supporting me and tuning in, and without further ado, let's get into this week's episode. Don't start laughing because then I'll start laughing. <laughs> no, I'm going to be giggling this whole time. <laughs> Me too. Okay, what is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Butterfly Effect Podcast. Today, we have a new voice on the podcast. I'm super excited to have her on. She knows this already because I spilt the beans on accident because I'm an idiot, but she is part of the reason or part, like partly what inspired me to even become a podcaster and to share my journey without further ado this is adriana what's up what's up happy to be here okay i have to get this out now i you know i call you riri i know you hate it i know you hate it but that may slip today i'm sorry when i refer to you i only hate it because my ex-boyfriend would make fun of me every time somebody called me that Okay, that's fair. That's fair. You had to pull the ex-boyfriend cards and I won't say it. <laughs> well, what is up, Adriana? How is your day going? What's up? How are you? No, How yeah, I'm having a great day. I just got home from vacation yesterday. Uh, Mondays Where were you? I went to Grand Junction. It's like four hours west of Denver. Oh, so it's in Colorado still? Oh, yeah. yeah. Adriana lives yeah. in Colorado. Yeah, so it was just a mini getaway for New Year's Eve, just something to do, so I didn't feel sorry for myself sitting inside. I and her baby, and we had a really crazy night. We were in bed by 12.30, um, so <laughs> really wild. No, yeah, can we shout KK out? I can't believe she has a kid. I swear, <laughs> I just saw her, her Instagram post, and I was like, wow, I can't believe she has a kid. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that? this, but over the summer, you were you texted me asking for some tea. You're like, are you still friends with KK? <laughs> yeah, I, <remember. laughs> I haven't seen you with her in a while. It's like, no, we're good. She just lives with her boyfriend, and they got some stuff going on. I wasn't so lying. I and then I... When KK dropped the news, I distinctly went back to that memory and I was like, wow, I'm just nosy. <laughs> no, I I mean, I would have done the same thing because it was suspicious. Like all of a sudden, you know how we were. We would post everything together and then all of a sudden, never. Like nothing. we moved out and nothing. People like, noticed. People noticed. No, and I knew people would too. And I was, she's like, no, that's why we have to fake it and post stuff. I'm like, why are you <laughs> roping me into these scandals? <laughs> How is the move? Like, I feel like we haven't talked over the phone or like in face to face about the move and how that went. Still adjusting. People still ask me if like, you like Denver, you love Denver. And I'm like, I think I do. I don't know. It's so hard to say. I love Colorado. I love Colorado. I'm really glad I'm here. But yeah, it was a tough decision. I kind of had the idea for a while, even before I graduated. So I graduated May 2020. So like kind of right when right when COVID oh snap yeah oh my god yeah so I didn't get like a graduation ceremony or anything but even before COVID I knew I was going to graduate soon so I was throwing my resume anywhere and everywhere um just kind of to see what would stick and then COVID hit so then all my interviews like got canceled because they were going on a hiring freeze um so yeah then I got a job in Fargo so I stayed 
uh, because where else was I going to go? Mm-hmm. And then signed a lease. And then once my lease is up, I was like, I got to move. I got to go somewhere. Get out of there. <laughs> when and I first, I guess I to give some of the listeners who don't know us some background, me and Adriana went to college together. We cheered together at St. Cloud. Um, and did you, you transferred before I graduated, right? Yeah. Yeah. It all seems like so long ago, but really it wasn't. It seems like so long ago. Oh my gosh. Adriana would be, she would crack me up on the cheer team. She would always be doing something. I remember as I was a captain and I had to sit. It's funny now because you and Erica are friends again. <laughs> but like, uh, <laughs> well, me and Erica laugh about this now. I hated her. <laughs> oh my God. So Adriana and Erica was another teammate. Now they're besties again, but they were, they lived together at one point. They had some beef on the team. I don't even remember what it's about. No, we not only lived together. We cheered together. Yeah, we that's your whole life. We worked together. You worked together too? Yeah, we worked at Applebee's together. Oh my God, that's right. Oh my yeah. God. Oh, so it was in, no, it was just a lot of Erica, but of course. That's my best friend. I can't, I can't say anything <laughs> bad about her now. I remember I had to like have a one-on-one meeting with both of you. Like, who, first of all, who told, who put me in charge of that? Like, why was I the one who had to pull you two together? But I feel like the time we really got close was when you went on spring break with us. Yeah, when we were stuck in a tiny van for 27 <laughs> hours. Yeah, you really get to know someone. Oh, we got real close on that trip. That was my first spring break. I will always remember that. That was pretty much my first and only real spring break. My spring break after that, I went to Canada and got detained in Winnipeg. Excuse me, what? <laughs> yeah. You're not just going to say that and not think you're going to, you're not going to have to tell the story. <laughs> there's not much, I honestly, there's not many details I really should go into, but. <laughs> my lawyer says I can't it was, speak about it. was a, pretty much like this weird couples retreat like three of us, half of us weren't 21 yet. So that's why we wanted to go to Winnipeg to drink. And then, yeah, what do you, what do you do when you can finally are legal enough to drink? You get way too fucking drunk. Um, In Winnipeg. Everybody was fighting everybody. And like the screaming got really bad. So the cops got called. So I really missed that time. (laughs) (laughs) She's cutting her hair. (laughs) Like I was kind of mentioning earlier, Adriana was what she had played a huge role in inspiring me to like kind of start sharing my journey. Um, and that's kind of how I started. Adriana would like put a lot. She still does put a, puts her life on Instagram stories. But the thing is, I always miss Never episodes watched. and I can't go back. I know I told you I'm not on Instagram like that, but I'm trying to make it better because I literally, I love catching up on your stories. Like that's when I'm working. I'm like, okay, Adriana's got some on. A oh, that's like, that's like 30. Notifications on. <laughs> I will. I'll turn them. That's true. I should just turn them on. But um, <laughs> you'll have like 30 slides. I'm like, oh yes, this is a long one. I can get cozy. And like yeah. Adriana will just fill you in on any, all her bad dates. <laughs> all her first date experiences and these stories kill me because when they're so relatable like everybody has these bad dates you may you may have a little extra spicier dates I don't know than the average bear but like everyone can relate to first date stories this last one with the Venmo guy yeah that one people need to hear this one so but if I could kind of set the stage for, oh, yeah. um, so I would even say I just love talking. 
I'm gonna hit chatter. Um, I think that goes into the part that where I like grew up on YouTube and I grew up yep. on vlogs and I yep. grew up on just people talking in general. So I've always felt very comfortable like recording myself. And um, I think that, I don't know, goes into play to then, but then growing up and then now all my friends are in different states. Well, what's the easiest way to talk to them is over That's social so media. Yep. And so I just think it's super easy to catch up on like what my friends are doing because they'll see what I'm doing, reply, and then we get to chatting. And you know what? Because I am so chatty and I'm an overshare, there's like, <laughs> I have like one girl on my close friends list that we met one time. <laughs> um, <laughs> I served her and we had a couple of drinks and I was like, hey, add me on Instagram. And I just liked her so much. So now I'm just, she's on added to my close friends list how many people do you have on there uh like 75 close oh I thought it was special oh my closest (laughs) (laughs) no like what I like it's it's all girls it's all girls I'm such a girls girl and so I'm kind of nervous being on here because the thought of a man listening to me ew I know don't worry only like 20% of my listeners are men so (laughs) (laughs) no yeah so I don't know, but so that sets the scene for why I do a good close friends list. Uh, but yeah, dating, I'm single. Uh, once upon a time, I was in a seven year long relationship. We were high school sweethearts mm-hmm. and then did, yeah, two years long distance, oh, transferred gosh. schools for him. <laughs> now, yeah, now I'm in Colorado and I've been single for almost two years dating for like basically the first time in my life still I know because I remember like when we first became friends and you were on the team I knew you had like a high school sweetheart you were so madly in love I was like and you could tell I was like oh yeah like she's like I never got to see you single I've I've never seen single Adriana so hearing these stories like it's super fun for me because I know how long you were in that relationship and like I was like dang that that like I knew it would be really hard to get out of it too no it's scary it's terrifying I didn't know what was pretty much I would say the ending of the relationship is not knowing if I was in it for comfort or if I was yes because I was in love with him Mm -hmm. because when you're dating someone so long and especially at such a young age because you guys started dating when how old were you I was 15 but I was in love with him since I was 14 yeah. yeah 15 like that's so many developmental stages that you guys went through together so that is so hard to like peel your guys's identities apart from each other and like no our families are morphed at that oh my god yeah the family stuff the family this family gets me still to this day i can relate (laughs) i can relate (laughs) do you keep a a rotation or a roster girl girl i wish right now (laughs) (laughs) I got nothing going on right now. It's pretty, pretty plain. Yeah, I had the worst first date of my life last week. Please, because I've been waiting all day to hear it. First date of my life. And by now, I've been on a handful of first dates. I know what a good first date is. I've been in a few relationships here and there. To set it up, um... I met him off Bumble because I'm banned from Hinge and I'm banned from Tinder, but that's another story. <laughs> oh, we will be getting into that, ma'am. You don't get to slip that in. 
<laughs> just to set people up because I hate Bumble. I think it's the worst dating app no. ever. I it sucks. So why do you up, hate it? Because I don't like it because I don't want to reach out first. That's why I don't like it. Why that's do you hate why it? I hate it. Yeah. Ew. Why would they do that? <laughs> and then the, you have this weird time restriction to do it. Only 24 hours or else you can't talk to <laughs> them again. And I like hinge because you could just go through people who already like reply to you. And I just jump right into conversation. Mm-hmm. Love that. Don't do that weird. Li- I don't know. <laughs> Tinder is stupid. Honestly, I don't care. Okay, so this first date, give us all the details. You met him on Bumble. What'd you slide in with? What I always do is I just say their first name and nothing else. (laughs) (laughs) I guess that is good because they're like, what? Yes. No, and then I think that's how I'm opening the window for them to start the conversation. Yeah. With minimal effort. Not like my shot. I mean, I've done it here and I know I've done it, but typically I don't like doing it. I hear you on that one. I honestly don't know because we matched a while ago and then we added each other on Snapchat and like Instagram. Do you care about that? Do you care if a guy asks for your number over like an Instagram or Snap? Because. And yeah, um, no, I'd rather do phone number. That's what I'm uh, saying. No, phone number. Snapchat. Childish. I'm sorry. You're, I'm not in college anymore. Like, get no, my phone number like an I adult. I understand what KK was saying by, like, wanting to see, like, their lifestyle. Or yeah. I'm also, I'm still annoying in the fact that I kind of want to see their Snapchat score. See, I, I have never a think theory. to check that. I have a theory that if it's over 130,000, you're for the streets. <laughs> <laughs> like you've never been in a serious relationship. Wait, before. let me check mine. <laughs> let me check mine. <laughs> oh my God. This Long is term t- relationship people are under 100,000. I am <clears throat> 77,000. Like yeah. But I'm getting up there. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, uh, man whores they're like 300,000 like you if I ever saw that I will not talk to you wait Adriana is not- dropping some tea right now because I never would think to okay so a hundred thousand you're for the streets that's your entry fee you have to have a hundred thousand snap score then you go up to three hundred thousand no, like, so you want like the low the lower the better I think the low, oh yeah, because you're you're yeah, not out, you're snapping head. everybody. So, yeah, a hundred thousand is like I would say normal, but then once you get up to like three hundred thousand, you're a whore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, you heard it here Why first. Why are you snapping, that ladies? Much? Check the snap score. We can't see their best <laughs> friends anymore, but check the snap score. Yeah. So you added him on Snap, like Snap and Instagram or whatever. I'd rather add on Instagram. But yeah, you know what? Here. I love it when a man doesn't have Instagram. So oh, I know. It's like, I don't have to worry about nothing. I can sleep peacefully. <laughs> <laughs> this and then we had a first date set up. Because also in my bio, I'm not a texter. I'm not a pen pal. You cannot <laughs> talk to me all day. <laughs> so my bio is, let's skip the small talk and like go out for drinks. Mm-hmm. Or like ask me for drinks or something like that. So typically, that's how you also get a guy to be like, what's your favorite bar? Where do you want to go? Whatever. Okay. Fishing. I get it. Get the content, get the story, and realize if I like you within two, three hours of my life rather than 
you know, texting. So. I like it. I like it. Cause also then it, it eliminates the fear of that person, not like meeting or meeting the standards that you set in your head. Right. So we got a date set up pretty quick and not that I asked. I need to know that he asked me out. Yes. Okay. For sure. He asked me for drinks. And then I'm like, yeah, cool, whatever. We set up a time. We set up a place. And then like the night before he texted me and was like, I'm getting a booster shot tomorrow. So can we reschedule? Uh, I'm preparing to like not feel well. I'm instantly okay. like, everyone using that as it. an excuse. Like, don't care. <laughs> yeah, please. Um, and then he was like, well, can we set up something else? I was like, no, I'm too busy. Period. <laughs> no, it's true. As like, you should. Is that what you do when people reschedule with you? Yeah. No, I think it just depends. It just I would. I was already like not that interested. I don't know. It just kind of depends. Then you have to reschedule. I'm not interested. Of course, I never think about it again. But we're still on like social media. And then he like swipes up on a story or something a couple weeks later, and then he texted me out of the blue and apologized for like not reaching out sooner or something like that and he like wants to go out again or something like mm-hmm. that and drinks i was like sure i maybe i say yes too easily <laughs> it's <laughs> for the content it's for your yeah. followers <laughs> i don't mind you know i like to chat i like meeting new people i genuinely do and i like a drink and i'm like okay cool where are you thinking he picks a place and um I tell him what time I'm available. I say I'm available at eight. He's like, cool, see you there. So get ready. It takes me I also love hair and makeup. Mm-hmm. I It's the best part of the night getting ready, ready for a date. Yes. That's also like just therapeutic for myself. So is it my fault I took almost two hours to get ready? Sure. Keep this oh, all here we go. I'm here setting we go. the stage, right? <laughs> I put on a leather crop top that takes two people to put on. Me and my roommate. I held, had to hold my hands up while she slithered it down my body. It was It's such a cute top, though. I get there first. And for a guy you're not that much interested in? You were going for looks. You weren't even going for the date. I do it for the selfie. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> But what, and yeah, I look good. I wish I could look at myself all night. I'm like really <laughs> blessing these people. Yes. But yes, ma'am. I like to get there first because I like to choose the spot of seating. And I, get I think it. it's a power move. It is. I, but I, I'm showing up second. He needs to watch me walk in and, and like dream about me the next day. No, <laughs> no, I, this is why I like getting there first. I like to sit at the bar rail. Because if I'm not interested in them, I don't have to look at them. I will. <laughs> I will talk to the bartender. I don't know. I'll do literally anything else but be forced to look at them across from a table. Or a <laughs> That's so true. I, I, I get if it. If I show up second, they might hug me. Ooh. I do not hug me. Do not. You don't hug like me. a hug? Okay, I'm a hugger. Like I don't like. You're strangers. <laughs> no, that's valid. That's valid. I'm always like, I'm a hugger. Then they can tell me, oh, you smell nice. I'm like, yeah, check. There you go. My, I mean, hopefully my perfume's expensive enough. That they <laughs> I mean, but I mean, it is what it is. So yeah, I get there first, but I get there at like right at eight. And so I was almost running late. So I was thinking that he was going to get there first. Um, No, he shows up 10 minutes late. And I, when I told people that, they're like, 10 minutes isn't that late. 
But did he I'm tell sorry. you? I no. He told me he was on his way at eight. Um. So, ew. But it, and then people are like, ten minutes late isn't that bad? Yes, it is. I I think that early is on time. On time yeah. is late. And late is really late. It's a first date. What is the matter? Yeah, with? that's a bad impression. That's a bad I can impression. Be late. You cannot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you should know your role, sir. <laughs> well, I'll be sometimes purposely like three to five minutes late. Because it makes them think about you longer. Mm. See, I just be being late on accident. So I guess that's what it's doing. <laughs> I like it. And it's also <laughs> it's also just the TikTok sound. I'm sorry, what's your gender again? Right, your boy being late is for girls only. <laughs> I haven't heard that one. <laughs> so he shows up 10 minutes late, but it's whatever because also before a first date, I like to have a little drink. That nope. means three shots and an edible usually. <laughs> <laughs> Going on dates is really just drinking by myself. <laughs> if, I, if I think I'm going to like them, one shot. Just, just to make sure you have your your wits about you. I'm talking about somebody else's flaws right now and not mine. <laughs> and then his facial hair, his hair, and his are already, like, not what I signed up for based off photos and, like, videos. <laughs> so he catfished you. Media. So you got catfished. I wasn't catfished. He's just, like, just not, just hasn't kept up with himself. I think he's just experiment. I, I feel like this is just like a six-week change. What would you rate him in his picture that when you matched with him? His picture, um, six or seven. A high six or low oh, seven. high six, low seven, and then in person? Four or five. Ooh, dang, that's a big drop. The only thing, the only thing he had going for him was his height. <gasps> the height saved him today. How because in Colorado men, you said all the men are short, right? All the men are short. Um, so it turns out I like them built Midwest. <laughs> Midwest strong. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would say the average male height here is five nine, five ten. Because I'm five ten in heels, and uh, if I wear heels downtown Denver, I will not be approached. Um, I really. I will not be approached. Like, no guy will even just come up to say what hot. Because I'm, seriously, I'm as tall or taller than the men. I will walk into a bar, notice how many heads I can look over. And if I look over half, I will leave. I know I don't mean to be that bitch, but I do like to date six foot or up just because I am. And don't we all, don't we all? (laughs) Yeah. We'll never get through this story. We can't even get to him, like, actually talking to me. We well, are setting the stage. I uh, oh, and he's just wearing a hoodie, just a hoodie, not even like a bun up. Like he just—it's just a pullover. Like, come on, you literally put a no effort. And there I am with a two-person leather crop top. You know what I mean? <laughs> I forgot well, that he, detail. Yeah. You literally had no, to put yeah, slither I, in. No detail goes without purpose. unconnected. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And I knew instantly from when he sat down, he, I just saw his eyes go big. He loved me. He, <laughs> I knew that I was exactly his type. He thought I was just so beautiful because then, you know, I what? love that feeling. <laughs> he was an overshare, talked mm-hmm. way too much. Mm-hmm. Would, I would 
kind of what we're doing on this podcast now, but we can do whatever we want. I would ask a question and then he would go so far off and be like, sorry, what was it again? And not just <laughs> once, but like multiple times. These are the highlights that what's what killed the conversation. Oh boy. He strap in. Somehow we get on the topic of the bachelor, the bachelorette, because then he lets me know that he's applied to be on the bachelorette. Oh. And then he continued to tell me why he would be a good candidate, which was weird. And is then, this an application watch, or a date? You do you watch The Bachelorette? Yeah, then, yeah. Enough to know. So okay. So then he goes, Oh, how many seasons have you watched? And I'm like, I've watched I watched enough. And he goes, Oh, did you watch Hannah Brown season? And I'm like, mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's like, do you remember the contestants? I was like, probably like the top three or four. I'm like, I don't know. He goes, oh, well, I know someone who was on that show. And I was like, mm, oh, yeah, okay. I probably know the top three. And he goes, no. He like was like top 15. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm probably just looking at like, okay, I don't know them. That was That's, And then like, he goes, What did he want oh, like, from that? He goes, oh. You don't know, like, John Paul Jones? No, I don't. Uh, no. So I, the thing I hate most about myself is that I do know who John Paul Jones is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, I was like, and then I looked at him, I like, I was like, yeah, of course I do. He was also on Hannah Brown season. He was also on Bachelor in Paradise. John Paul Jones made a name for himself. And then he's like, yeah, well, I know him and blah, blah, blah. He was talking about him. I was like, oh, so you guys are good friends? He goes, well, no. He's my roommate's friend. Oh my god, stop! My you... And I'm like, why? Oh. Why? And then he's telling me all about John Paul Jones. Like, he's such a fan of John Paul Jones. Like, okay, go off. Ask him on a date. What the hell? <laughs> and then he then continues to tell me that he used to be big on Vine. Oh Ooh. my gosh, I'm exhausted from this date already, please. No, it's worse. <laughs> It gets worse. I don't. I know it does. <laughs> <laughs> well, not only was he big on Vine, he was like really gaining traction. He was making mm-hmm. all these vines. But oh then his yeah. Girlfriend of two or three years uh, said it's m- near the Vine, and like, what would you do? Fourteen thousand followers are Vine or your two two year relationship? Is he for real right now? Is he for real? Let's get him on this podcast. Let's phone him in. <laughs> you know what? When dates go like that, I'll start saying whatever I want. No, I've been on horrible first dates. Um, but this one was really, really bad. And because he was just, eh. But I've been on horrible first dates as in like, I just am not sexually attracted to them. But they're actually mm-hmm. pretty funny. And I am having a fun time that I have pulled out my phone and I'm like, can we send a Snapchat to my friend? And it's for my close friends list story. I've done this. And <laughs> I'm like, oh, hey, like say what's up to the girls. <laughs> and he was so pumped. You need your own podcast. Like, why do you not have your own? Because I hate men <laughs> and I don't want them to like listen to me. Because like, all that's I do true. is talk shit about men. I, that's and true. That would throw a wrench in the sitch. 
um maybe like all the men stopped listening i'm also i'm so scared of like what my ex-boyfriend would think and say that's real because i felt that for a while but now he's coming on the next episode <laughs> <laughs> this type of date i just genuinely just wasn't having fun oni was also a wannabe comedian and i bring that up because he also tried to like pitch me some joke and i was like just I didn't laugh and then he told me that that was a good joke and I should have laughed I would leave I would have to go to the bathroom jokes on him because I do genuinely enjoy enjoy comedy I I know I like to think I know what a good fucking joke is and no he wasn't funny he sucked ew I'm embarrassed no I would I wouldn't know what to do in that moment Um, yeah, so the date fucking sucks and eventually I find the balls to get up and go to the bathroom and then I FaceTime uh, my roommate friend Bree, and I'm like, how the fuck do I get out of this? And so she's just like, rip the, just do it, bitch. And I was like, you're right. And so I get out there, and he's like, okay, well, I paid. And I was like, perfect, because I work in the morning. I didn't work in the morning. That's a good excuse. That's really um, good. So then we leave, and he offers to walk me to my car, which I will take up because I'm not getting robbed. Yep. Um, he walks me to my car, and then he even apologizes for talking my ear off. Oh, and then so I was he like, knew. Self-awareness. So, yeah, and then I was like, okay, maybe he's not that awful. And um, a dating rule that my mom gave me is that if he doesn't totally disgust you on the first date, and if they're polite enough, and they ask you out on the second date, give people a second try. Hmm, okay. And- I've taken one of the guys that I actually kind of liked. I did not like our first date. I waited three months to give him a second date. And after the second date, I was like, oh, my God, I actually really like him. So then that's kind of like in the back of my head. And he like opens my car door for me. And I'm like, okay, maybe he doesn't totally fucking suck. Mm -hmm. Maybe he was nervous because, you know, I am so beautiful and successful and funny. Exactly. Yep. Yep. You set the bar high. Yeah. Um, so whatever. And then he even texted me that night. And that's how I know if a date went well in their eyes is if they text me night of. Yep. Yep. I agree. Anything along the lines, like, hope you got home. Okay. Mm -hmm. Or I had fun. My favorite is when can I see you again? Of course. (laughs) Yep. We love setting future plans. Um, Yeah. Then he texts me. He was like, hope you got home. Okay. And I'm like, I did. Thanks for inviting me out. You know, I'm just being polite at this point. It's really nothing more or less than that. It was like, let it was before this happened. It was my second to worst first date. So he was still up there, but it wasn't like my worst until number one. Yep. Until. And then he was like, by the way, you looked amazing tonight. Um, Hope to see you again soon or something like that. And all I did was heart it because it's like, well, I probably, I was like, I don't know if I'll ever see you again. And then out of, I'm eating eating lunch or something like that, look at my phone, and then I see that he texts me again. I was like, of course, duh. And then, (laughs) and my jaw drops when this man um, texted and asked if I felt comfortable Venmoing him some money since the date last night was more expensive than he thought. I got three drinks. That's it. To a, so... to a tab where he asked me out and he picked the place. 
And then he didn't even ask me on the date if I wanted to split it because that would have been a little different. That would have been different if he got the tab, looked at it, waited till I got back from the bathroom and then asked to split it. But no, he decided to pay for it. Tip, hopefully. That's what I'm also scared about is that he didn't tip. And then waited 16 hours to then text me if I wanted to Venmo him, which is so gross. So distasteful. I wouldn't even like do that to a friend. Instantly blocked. Literally. Instantly blocked. I blocked his number. I blocked his and reported. (laughs) (laughs) Blocked him on Instagram. Blocked him on Snapchat. And then you know what? If you block on your phone, you don't, it doesn't instantly block your computer. So this is the first time I've opened my computer since the date. And then he texted me 30 minutes after that first text and then goes, well, I guess not. Yeah, you guessed correctly. Ding, That's ding. So distaste. Like, I just, I wouldn't even treat, like, a friend like that. If I offered to take a friend out and then pay for it and then last minute decide, oh, sorry, I know I asked to take you out, but can you pay ha- half? Yeah, let's break this down. Number one, homeboy was late. Ten minutes late. Yeah. Said he was leaving at the time he was supposed to arrive. That alone, pick up the bill. I don't even want to. I don't even want to hear it. Two, he talked your ear off the entire time. Grabbed the check. He paid. He chose to pay. If he wanted to split it, why didn't he just wait till you sat down and then you guys gonna split it there? So he's being. That leads me to believe he's being petty because you just liked his message and he's a little butt hurt. Did he try to kiss you? No, and I was. I was kind of eyeballing to see if he would because I. I obviously knew he liked me. So I what would you have done? Kissing is like a handshake. No. Like, I, I, if I'm not feeling it, I can't. It just feels gross to me. Yeah. I know. <laughs> sometimes I just like to do it's it. It's awkward, though. It's awkward. I, yeah. See, my toxic trait is I love awkwardness. Why? I can't. I, I love can't. an awkward situation. I think they're funny. I think no. they make everything, everybody, so nobody else like awkward situations. And I like to settle on them. I like to see how the other person will react. I don't know. So you I just, can like not break the silence. Like you'll just sit there and be like. Sometimes. No, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> not no, a chance. Why I love like op- uh, going to like open mic nights because if it, even like karaoke, if it sucks, it's a win for me. If it's great, it's a fucking win for me. <laughs> and then it's not like I'm against paying because it's like I'm not. And the one time I've only split the tab because I've never, also I've just never been treated like that before. I've always just had guys happy to pay. Mm-hmm. But the one time I've ever split the tab, and this is when I think it's appropriate, is... um. When I shot my shot with one guy and well, it was the comedian or whatever. And then, yeah, yeah. So we already went on one date and then I basically asked him out for the second date. I kind of shot my shot with that. And then, so I picked, I asked him if he wanted to go out for drinks. I picked the place and if he wanted to meet up and he said, yeah. And then um, yeah, we get there. I offered to split. That makes sense because I asked him out mm-hmm. or whatever. So then I'll split. But then it's like, then we even like went to a second location and he picked up the tab. 
And so I don't know. That's like kind of where, but if you ask me to be somewhere, you should pick it up. But it's like, if I'm asking you, that's about it. I, I, yeah, I agree a hundred percent with dating. Like I'm very, I'm very independent, but I think with dating, like I like to be courted in the dating phase. Like I like guys to want to plan the date, take me out. Like, that's important no, to me. And that's not a that's not a normal occurrence for me. That was just because I have such a big crush on that guy. I, I would never and if I was my friend, I would have told me to not do that. Yeah. Cause like first dates, yeah, my expectation for first dates is the guy pays. And same with first you. date. First date, yeah. yeah. Do you also think that it's the expectation that the guy asks the girl out on the first date? I mean, that is my preference. I wouldn't say I've never done it. Um, because also six still with comedian he's kind of my one exception where I was the first one to slide into his dms I've never Mm -hmm. asked a guy out until I was interested in someone like that but other than that no yeah I kind of no yeah I want to be courted because I am genuinely happy with being single I am content Mm -hmm. I feel filled um I am looking for a relationship I'm open to a relationship again. Mm-hmm. I would say I'm ready. I would say I've done the work. I've been to therapy. I've mm-hmm. been on, I've dated enough people now where I know what I want. But because I'm so happy with that, my view on relationships right now is to be like, what can you offer me that I can't already give myself? Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, I'm not really out here chasing, but like once I kind of, see somebody I'm interested I'm not shy to shoot my shot that's good yeah but yeah so I ideally want them to be I don't know to make the first move that's just yeah why I'm into is a more confident exactly like yeah, I don't yeah. want someone who wants me to be afraid to tell me that they want me like I think that is yeah. so attractive you asserting yourself and like showing your interest that goes a long way in my book kind of talked a little bit about therapy um, have I know for me one of the things when I go I'm getting further in my journey to finding my therapist I know but, I'm listening <laughs> yes um but one of the things I really want to work on is some of the I don't want to say trauma because that seems like such an intense word for my situation but some of the past baggage that I've had um in past relationships that I had a role in like things that I know I want to change before going getting into another relationship um, but first I want to stop you at, you, you can call it trauma. Trauma is mm-hmm. something that you couldn't like emotionally, like you didn't have the tools to deal with. And that's also yeah. what therapy taught me that if you Ooh. couldn't emotionally handle it at that time, that is trauma. And that is traumatic. If it changed like your outlook on life, that is trauma. And a lot I of like people that, are shy yeah. to like oh I don't want to say like I'm depressed but you know Mm -hmm. I'm sad 99% of the time like people are just shy I don't know give yourself more credit it was dramatic right yeah no that's real that is so real um therapy taught me that one so my therapeutic journey I would say I first got into therapy um my junior my junior year of college was like the worst year of my fucking life I still like that was the most depressed I've ever relate been. no that was literally the worst yeah 
Yeah, and the year oh, after graduation. My senior year would have been your senior year. Also, I'm, I've known you. I met you through that my sophomore year of college because you're one year older than me. Your mm-hmm. junior year. Yeah. Um, yeah, I transferred schools. I went to a university where I didn't know anybody from previously being on the cheer team. Mm-hmm. Kind of a smaller school, kind of relatively knowing everybody and mm-hmm. getting along with most people. I would say I have a lot of friends already there. And then, so I transferred to not be long distance with my ex-boyfriend anymore because I was going to run for captain if I stayed in St. Cloud my, for my third year. And I even signed a lease to say, stay in St. Cloud in my third year because I was oh, like, wow. I'm going to sign a lease with my friends and I'm going to run for captain. And mm-hmm. But I didn't know what I was like going to do with my degree. I was undecided pretty much up until that point. And then, you know, they're like, you can't go into a third year on generals. And I'm like, "Mm, well, I kind of like animals. And then I thought I could like be a vet tech or something there. And then turns out I've spoken to three guidance counselors. Uh, There was like nothing, like no program that was like remotely animal related. Like I could have done biology or like pre-med. And I'm just like, no, that's not, no. yeah, that does not relate. <laughs> Old chem classes just wasn't up my alley. I was somehow going to figure it out. So I signed the lease and then I told my then boyfriend at the time. And he told me that he didn't know if he could do a third year of long distance that, and so that in my head said it's him or St. Cloud. And so I chose him. Ooh. I transferred to NDSU where I got a degree in animal science. But yeah, so I went from cheerleading to be like being relatively good at it. And mm-hmm. then I tried out for the NDSU cheer team, got rejected, which oh, killed, wow, I didn't know. killed me. I would go to their um, open, open camps. What the f- open, open gyms, camp. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would travel from St. Cloud State to NDSU for their open gyms. Oh, I didn't realize you were doing that. I would do two and a half hour to there, uh, there, and then go to open gym, and then travel two and a half hours back. Because then I was also like, well, I should have dinner with my boyfriend or whatever. Right. Oh my god, it's fucking wow. awful. Rejected, and then I started to like spiral from there. But then when school started. Um, I was like, well, what's another girl to do to make friends? Sororities. I got rejected from four sororities. <laughs> what? Yeah. And I'm a girl's girl. What? I got rejected. Did they give you, like, feedback? No. That's weird. Um, got rejected. And then I, so I had, like, no means of, like, making friends. And so yeah. I just remember I would just fight with my boyfriend, like, constantly. Just constantly. And do you think yeah, it was like was, personal stuff or because like he was oh, your only person? Myself. Yeah. Yeah, I hated myself for like and then I just remember the cheer like I would I hated looking at the cheer what the cheer team was. Yeah, like memories. It just made like, me feel so shitty about myself. Um so then I was also living with four boys and one of my roommates at the time was a hardcore redneck republican the place is a disaster i was just just not happy so then Mm -hmm. of course they have like counseling like on campus Mm -hmm. and i finally like reached out i 
got the balls to finally fucking like reach out and do like one of those. And you had to like do like a, I don't know. You like talk to like one person first and then they kind of like assign you with like somebody, assessment or something like that. And I just bawled. I just remember I cried for like that whole yeah. hour, which I hated myself. And then oh I would God. say that, that therapy was definitely way different than like my, my second experience with therapy. She really just, I don't know, just kind of guided me through like, uh, we would do like meditations together. Mm. She would just kind of like give me good habits to tools. Yeah. Yeah. Tools. She just kind of set me up that like, since you hate yourself, you're self-sabotaging. And this is like little steps to come about that. And so she gave me a lot of good tools and then a lot of, um, she just kind of put me in the right direction. Mm-hmm. And then I ended up ghosting her. And, <laughs> then I, <laughs> and then I ghosting your therapist. And then I wouldn't say I got back into therapy for like two, two to three more years. And then I only got back into therapy because yeah, I broke up with my boyfriend of seven years. Obviously that fucking huge change. Sucked. Yeah. That and then it was a couple months into that. And I would still like hang out with him, not hang out with him, hang out with him, not mm-hmm. hang out with him because I didn't know like what I wanted. I was so indecisive. And I was like, I have to go to therapy because I have no fucking idea what I was doing. I was hurting him. I was hurting myself. I was hurting like even like other people I was dating. Like I would say like the next little relationship I had outside of him, I hate how I treated him just because I didn't know what I wanted. And he was genuinely like a really nice person. Mm-hmm. Still like that. So then I was like going back to therapy and thank God, I would say I got pretty lucky with my first one because I know not a lot of people like instantly click with the therapist. Oh yeah. I that was not my experience. People. Yeah. No, we had a really good, um, I don't know, bond connection. Uh, she would even like, <laughs> she just saw me through it all. And she would even like help me write up texts <laughs> to my for fighting. And this is what he said. And I was yeah. like, I'm like, what do I say? So that's so I relevant was, though. Like, and I would go once a week for an hour. Thank God I was already signing up for therapy because you know what sucks is that uh, getting your first session and takes a while. And so oh. I'm I've been trying to find another therapist down here because I'm scared something's like gonna happen and then I'm gonna like really want a therapist mm-hmm. but it won't be like a month until I can get in and then yeah she just helped me build confidence in myself and that's like, what, what therapy is about yeah to navigate self-sabotaging like manics and lows and whatnot but I don't know she helped me build confidence in myself and like my decision making skills she was there every step through my Colorado move I emailed her like once I moved down here and like two months after and I was like, this is what I'm doing now. Thank you so much. I mean, this is probably like inappropriate. I mean, it's obviously a work client like mm-hmm. relationship. I felt like we were friends or yeah. I mean, a very one way street. Not really like I knew much of what was going on in her life, but mm-hmm. she just knew so much about me. I hung out with her once a week for an hour. So. <laughs> I won't get into it too much in my experience because I do plan to do another episode. But one, thank you for sharing that 
when you go to therapy, it's not because something so like the worst thing in the world you can think of happened to you. Like you can go to therapy because you just had a hard day at work. That's what therapy is for. It's there for you to process your feelings and your emotions with somebody that can give you the tools to get through it. I'm happy that like the outlook on therapy is shifting. I think more people are doing it. It's becoming more accessible, which is amazing to see. But the stereotype or the stigma of therapy is still like you have to have something wrong with you. And like that's so far from the truth. Um, So thank you for sharing that. My boyfriend would never go to therapy. And I was like, we could maybe get back together if you went to therapy. And he was just Right. If you would work through some things that we all go through. Everyone goes through shit. Everybody on this planet goes through shit. It is up to you, though, to actually do something about it and not let that shit make you a person that you don't want to be. These are paid professionals to give you literally the best advice. Mm-hmm. They are unbiased. Paid. They get paid to set you up for success. I don't know mm-hmm. why you wouldn't want somebody like that around you. Exactly. If you are, if you want to be the best you can be, you literally like have to go to therapy. I agree. Well, thank you for sharing that again, because I, like I said, like breakups, that's huge. That's huge life moments that change, even no matter the time of how long you dated someone, that can be a huge moment for you and like something you need to process externally. Um, And I think a lot of people who are listening are going to relate to that. I know when I first found my therapist, the first one, she was just older and I felt like she couldn't relate to me. I couldn't relate to her. Oh, oh yeah. From- I spoke out the younger ones. Oh, yeah. And now I know that. See, it, like, it takes a process. But, like, if I wasn't someone who had went to school for psychology, I wouldn't – I would have given up on the process. I'm like, nope, I can't relate. This isn't for me. I'll just talk to my friends. No. The second one I got was awful. It was – she was awful. She was eating lunch virtually, like, on her break. She was 15 minutes late, didn't apologize, and then she was eating lunch. Like, uh, yeah. So I was like, this is bad taste. So that's now that I'm on my third, third time's a charm. So I'm really having fingers crossed that this next therapist I find is someone who I can really connect to and actually work through some stuff. Well, thank you for coming on, Adriana. You are definitely coming back. This is not the last you will hear from her. But really quick, let's plug your social media stuff. My favorite form of social media is Instagram at Adriana Dorman, A-D-R-I-A-N-A. D-O-R-M-A-N. I'm either Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat, TikTok, that with the number five. Yay, you did it. Were you was this as bad as you thought? No, once I got started, I'm like, let me let me let me watch. All right, y'all. It is that dreaded time. It is time that we part ways and you wait a whole week to hear another episode. (laughs) You don't gotta go home, but you gotta get the H-E double hockey sticks out of here. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in this week, y'all. I really appreciate you. Please make sure you are either liking, subscribing, sharing if you a real one, this podcast so we can continue to grow. And if you're not already and you want to, you can follow me on Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, and Facebook, all at Liana Hauser. And if you don't know how to spell it, it is L-E-A-U-N-A-H-A-U-S-E-R. Alrighty, y'all. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you next Sunday for another episode of The Butterfly Effect Podcast. Bye!